This is difficult already. So, hi, welcome to Urgent Care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Joel Booster. Hi, I'm Mitra Johari. Um, and we are, this is our second episode recorded over Zoom. And unfortunately today, um, I only have Mitra via audio. So sort of the electric connection that we normally have via our eyeballs um, is missing. And, um, and we were still able to do the song though. Which is impressive. And, and, and I think, you know, the fans are sort of just starting to tweet right now, but everybody's saying it sounded pretty much better than ever. Um, better than the ever, time, yeah. Yeah, the, the time inside is actually um, doing us wonders and our voices sound amazing. It is, it is like that thing where, you know, like when you take away one sense, the other senses grow stronger. <laughs> and it's sort of like if you were to blind us, our voices become better. Um, because we can't yeah. see each other. Our harmonies grow stronger because we can't see each other. And and um, the beauty of this is that I actually can see Joel. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot I'm the only one. So really only take an ice pick to my eye um, and, <laughs> and our harmonies will pop. Pop, pop, pop. I wish you guys, Dana took a screenshot. We're going to post the photo that you have chosen for your own Zoom profile picture. And I don't think you could have ever, I don't think you could have ever anticipated that we would have to record a podcast together and I would have to stare at it for approximately 60 seconds, um, which is, I'm, I'm happy about. Um, yeah, it well, because what originally happened is it automatically linked up with my Gmail account, which I guess has my headshot on it. And wow. so I was in a shared space and my headshot came up and it was so humiliating to me that I immediately went and found the ugliest picture of myself that I could find <laughs> just to be like, I'm humble. I'm humble. I don't, I don't just want you to see my headshot. I want you to know I'm real. I'm real. Yeah. You, you, this is actually a look that was coined in the big mouth room over Zoom yesterday that um, we've dubbed um, Mitra's Tommy Wiseau. Uh, it is it is in the similar vein as your why so um that you do so well that you tour the country oh, doing yeah. Tommy why so uh, um, I'm really I'm really well known for being a really good impersonator um and do, like do the impersonation that you do so well of Tommy why so yeah right now for the fans watch the room <laughs> <laughs> Wow, spot on, spot on. A movie Get that her I on have SNL. never seen. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, it's fine. I think at this point, um, now's not the time. Now's not the time to see a movie called Room, either of the movies called Room. Um, <laughs> the second so, week in a row that um, Brie Larson's Room has. <laughs> Come so on. here we are, um, Mitra and I, for those of you who are just tuning in for the very first time, um, which I guess is possible. I always sort of wonder at people who dive right in at the most recent podcast recording, especially the kind of deranged sicko it would take to dive into a podcast um, that's being recorded during this time of COVID-19. <laughs> like start from the beginning, you 
fucking weirdo. I know, and because it's important because this is a narrative podcast. It's, an, it's it, really it's gro- there are there are threads. There are threads that <laughs> sort of threads. you need to know. You sort of need to understand your pottery, sort of my sexual dysfunction. <laughs> there, are th- there are threads. Um, <laughs> there are threads. Um, Joel. But here, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say really quickly, we are an advice podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we, Mitra and I um, take calls and emails and we want to help. We want to help you um, solve your issues. Um, and we do that to the best of our ability, which legally we must remind everyone is limited. Limited. Limited to non-existent, depending yeah. on the issue. Um, we get a surprising number of medical questions. I would like to say that we absolutely can do nothing for you. We love to answer the questions, but we are not good at answering the questions. <laughs> How are you doing, Joel? Um, I'm doing okay. Well, actually, <laughs> I will say this has been the worst day of my self-isolation yet. This has been lowest I've been. This has been the hardest... Um, and of course, it's waves. It comes in waves. And, uh, you know, some days I, I wake up and it's it's better than others. And and of course, again, like we said last week, I think both of us are in a position of relative privilege where generally the biggest issue that we are facing on a day-to-day is boredom and ennui. Um, but I will say that today, yeah, it was bad, you know? Um, I don't want to constantly apologize and be like, oh, you know, um, my life is not hard, so I shouldn't feel sad about specific things in my life. But, um, but yeah, that's sort of where I'm at today. I do, I do this thing, I think, that my friend has dubbed, um, he says, Joel, you're constantly dress rehearsing for disaster. Um, so when something sort of bad happens, I take it to the worst possible outcome and sort of react to it and then sort of work myself into into reacting to it at at the worst possible outcome even though that's not necessarily where i'm at yeah and that and and to be as vague as possible that is sort of where i'm at with the situation and and then the same friend i sort of i feel bad i and i know that this is wrong but i do this thing where i don't know if you do it where i will like text somebody and be like this is happening. And then they'll be, they'll sort of like present either like a solution or maybe not even a solution, but just sort of like the brighter side. And like, I finally realized recently that it's like, oh no, I'm not texting you because I want you to make me feel better because there is actually no way you could. I'm just texting you so I can say the most toxic feelings in my heart. And you are a sounding board for that and nothing more. And um, that's wrong. I shouldn't do that to my friends, but that's sort of where I'm at today. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a totally normal thing. I, especially with like what you want from your friends. It's hard for, but it, but it's hard with texting to know, to anticipate whether, I think you can tell when you're in the room with someone, you know, this is the kind of venting, the friends that know you well can tell. It's like, I can tell when my friends are telling me something just because they need to talk about it and sort of exercise whatever horrible feeling they're feeling. But when I'm looking over text, it is hard to gauge what people need. And the, of course, we all want to feel useful right now. So all we're trying to do is help each other in like the most minuscule ways possible. But it's like, you're right for wanting your friend to know what you need, but they're right for wanting to help you too. It's just yeah. a, a mutually horrible situation. And I mean, no matter so, what, it's like everybody, I mean, 
there are varying degrees of how horrible it is, but the, the beauty of right now is that everyone is absolutely miserable. So. <laughs> <laughs> it has sort of brought the baseline down for everyone across the board in a lot of ways. Um, and yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's like, it's, how are you for me the, has turned into how are you? LOL. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yes, we're still grading on a curve of misery, but the curve has just been lowered so low. Um, that, that, yeah, it's like, <laughs> Oh God, it's, it's not fun. So I did, I did, you know, I've been doing pretty good about like not watching TV, not playing video games and not smoking weed until after 7 PM. That's um, good. And I broke that role today and I just watched a bunch of next in fashion and I think that's been like that's been something I've been trying to figure out is like my relationship to time where it just doesn't exist in the same way and figuring out like I I am someone who is very scheduled and regimented so being forgiving about that and understanding that like not every day is going to be a slam dunk of productivity and that yeah. like and even even the level of productivity I thought I could manage is now diminishing with the longer amount, like the longer this goes, the less yeah. <laughs> inspired I feel random. And like, <laughs> <laughs> uniquely, I feel uninspired. You're like, what if I wrote a pilot about a girl in a room uh, <laughs> hiding from her boyfriend and roommates? <laughs> oh my God. You know, I was, um, you know, one awesome thing I did the other day was clean up my post-it notes on the desktop of my computer. And <laughs> oh, wow. you know, like the stickies. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, no, I love I'm, that because I also have so many random weird shit <laughs> things on there. I should do that. Um, and I found one from literally like three years ago. And it was a movie idea for a <laughs> contagion comedy. <laughs> and I was like, fuck, if I had just like been disciplined in that time, imagine if like the first day of COVID, I call the studios and I'm like, oh my God, have I got the script for you? Oh, no. <laughs> And now it's too late. Now it's too late for my COVID. It is too late. And now you need to write a pilot about a girl who's the sticky notes on her computer predict the future. (laughs) And she doesn't know when they're going to come true. But she knows that every sticky note is going to come true. And she knows. She knows every sticky note. I also found a sticky note (laughs) that I wrote to myself that said, why do I still follow Alexa Chung on Instagram? (laughs) 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 <laughs> and did you ever answer that question for yourself, Mitra? And you know what? I, but I did not answer the question, but I did unfollow because oh, right. it was causing some body dysmorphia. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad that you took sort of a moment to not, you could have cut out the middleman there, I feel. Um, I didn't need just, to write it down for sure. No, you could have just gone and <laughs> done it. But I do like that it sort of implies that you needed to sit with it for a while. It wasn't an easy yes or no question for you or unfollow or keep following. It was something that you sort of, you added it to your notes and you sat with it for a day. Well, it was like a turning point to be like, okay, I really don't know why this is happening, but it has gone on for so long that should it continue happening? (laughs) (laughs) And And Alexa, if you're listening, Alexa, if you're listening, we love you and we love your work. Mitra just had to unfollow you on Insta. She's still following you on Twitter and Tumblr. 
<laughs> it's a me thing. It's a me <laughs> thing. You wouldn't understand. <laughs> you wouldn't understand, Alexa. We love you. Come on the pod. Um, <laughs> We've had two guests and like. What if, she, <laughs> what if she was a full stan? Um, like Aldo Shoes. <laughs> oh my god shout out to aldo shoes for posting <laughs> about urgent care on your instagram page that was a shock that was definitely an honor like to, as though the, the self-isolation the quarantine of it all the the global pandemic i guess that's an uh redundant the pandemic that we're currently experiencing wasn't so strange to see us being promoted by Aldo Shoes, I was like, well, maybe there is a glitch in the simulation. Um, <laughs> because this, all of this happening at the same time feels like that's a heightened too far. Um, <laughs> Whoever did that, uh, thanks. Um, thank you. We love you. It was a shock. <laughs> it was a shock. Meech, um, how are you doing? LOL. LOL. Um, <laughs> um, I'm doing... Okay. Um, my show through Busy Debras came out. Oh my a god! Days ago. I'm sorry. I should have. I should have been the one to bring this up. No, it's okay. As I like it talk was... over you, you didn't even actually. No one was able to hear about <laughs> what you just said. <laughs> Guys, watch Three Be- Busy Debras on Adult Swim. It just premiered. You can check out the first episode. Will all of them be available online afterwards? Do you know the pilot episode is available until April 19th on AdultSwim.com, and then the others will be available like through the normal way that you watch TV. So that's the only one as of right now that's going to be available for free online for a little while. Right. But it was really exciting. I mean, it was like, we we have spent so, so much time working on this and so much time together. It was very sad to not be together, but obviously very exciting too. We, we all Zoomed and got dressed up and all that stuff. And it was it's really... Cute. Our friends really made it feel special and like got dressed up too and... It was still like a very nice, meaningful day. Um, but it is, it's very, it's very surreal to like truly spend like too much time with two people. And then the one time that you're like, it would, it matters <laughs> more, more than anything to be in the same room for this like yeah. pure, pure moment. Yeah, <laughs> we are yeah. not together, but, but it was still very, very exciting. Yeah. Well, um, and so I apologize for not making it to this. I, I love the episode. I apologize for not making it to the Zoom. I did decide to do mushrooms on Sunday. By and all means, do certainly could not Certainly could not make it back home in time for the premiere. Um, <laughs> and that's that. Um, should we dive into some updates? We really should. Yeah, let's <laughs> do it. I can't wait. Hi. Um... I wanted to follow up with the caller Harley Quinn, agent of chaos, who was <laughs> wanting, considering making friends with her, I think her boyfriend's ex. I, that's a wild, that's a wild choice to make. And I can kind of relate because I used to, I'm a cis female and was dating cis men and would like want to be friends with their sisters and want to be friends with their exes and it turned out that I am gay. So I'm not trying to out that person but they might be interested in um, pondering that line of thinking. Uh, Just a thought and don't 
put this out if it seems like it's uh, outing that person or making them sound, maybe it's accusatory. Anyway, it's a thought. I want to give that person company mainly. Thanks for making funny podcasts for me to listen to. Bye-bye. Okay, wow. I did not know where she was going with this at all. And that that turn really got me. Got me. I love it. And I don't think this is accusatory at all. I don't think this is out. Like, we don't know. I think it's totally fair to sort of throw out there, like, hey, maybe you might want to investigate why you you are doing this crazy thing. Um, (laughs) Because quite honestly, this makes more sense to me than her call <laughs> the the original the Harley, Quinn OG, agent of harley, chaos. harley quinn agent of chaos called it completely this this i'm like oh that's where that could end and then we'd be like harley quinn agent of chaos reformed mm-hmm. Har- harley quinn lesbian of chaos <laughs> yeah harley quinn if you're still listening i want you to really take this to heart and just sort of turn it over in your mind's eye a little bit you've got the time to think i'm assuming so maybe <laughs> take a look at that ex's instagram one more time and see what's and see if you want to jerk off to it <laughs> yeah i mean that's a clear sign i find but maybe you were you maybe you didn't notice you know because society with women because Society with women. Society with women. <laughs> because society uh, with women. <laughs> say no more. No, oh, no. please. Understood. Society Absolutely with women. Absolutely <laughs> will not say, will not speak anymore on that because that's all that needs to be said. Society no, no, we understand. With society women. with women. Yeah. <laughs> that okay. is actually the name of my pilot, Society with Women. <laughs> society with women. Um, okay, we've got an email update. Do you want to read that? I'd love to. Great. Hi, J&M. Still Joel first, even if it's just mm-hmm. the J. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> but sneaky, sneaky. Didn't sneaky, think we'd sneaky. notice. Nice try. You thought you'd slip one by me. Nice fucking try. Update here from Daytona, Daytona Lie 100. Episode 22. Oh, love that. I love it. I, Thank I, you. I know. Thorough. I had an old friend coming to town who I wanted to sleep with, but was concerned about how another friend would take it if I did. She hooked up with him years ago on our college spring break and then dated him briefly. After hearing response that the context mattered and that there are some people from your past who are fair game and others who simply aren't, I knew I had just been hoping for a third party who to push me into doing what I wanted <laughs> so that I could feel justified in doing it. He probably does feel, fall into the off-limits category, even if her attachment doesn't feel 100% rational from the outside. I decided I wouldn't flirt or initiate anything, but on the slim chance we had some kind of undeniable soulmate level connection that could turn into an actual relationship rather than being fuck buddies for a month, I'd bring it up to her. Then COVID-19 happened and the guy's trip was canceled. So that's the end of that. Thanks for being a presence as we all follow, as we all figure out this new terrain. I'm basically on my phone all day now and seeing you two processing, joking, and politically organizing on Twitter does make me feel less alone, even as I quarantine alone. Take care. Aw, wow. (laughs) I love Daytona Lie 100. You know what? I do think we called this one pretty correctly because this is basically what we said, is that like, you know, you know the people you're not allowed to have sex with. Yes. Even if on paper, like there could be two different people, same sort of stats on paper, like, oh, two guys that fuck two different kinds of friends. Yeah. Two different friends. But you you know in your gut who you're not allowed to fuck. Yes, and we could tell from your email that you knew you that knew. this person was off limits. And and then the most beautiful thing the to come out of COVID-19 <laughs> is that that guy's trip was canceled and you didn't even have to deal with the issue at all. <laughs> I have to say, again, I feel you, Daytona Lie 100. I too am friends with a lot of people that were supposed to 
come to Los Angeles and have sex with me. And COVID-19 ruined that too. So um, we are processing, we're figuring it out together. Um, wow. Um, <laughs> what, was, what else was I going to say? Oh yeah, I was going to say, normally I feel like our MO is very much is to push to be the third party to tell people to do what they want to do. But. I know, so, but I this person, I felt a real kinship with them and it felt so deeply relatable that it yep. didn't feel right to tell this person to burn it all down. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the kind of unhinged energy that we get from people where it's like, they want us to tell them to burn it all down. This yeah. person did not want us to tell them to burn it all down. No. And we honored that. We respected that. And society with women. <laughs> and society with women. And on that note, Mitra, before you say one more goddamn word, we have one more update. Um, and we're going to get to that. And then we're going to get to some advice. But let's listen to this update. It's spicy. Hey, Joe and Mitra. Uh, I'm actually calling with a message for one of your callers off to try Wall Street. Um, I am also a Bernie supporter who happens to work in finance for a bank that is most certainly evil. It's not a job I went out looking for. It was a situation that presented itself that just happened at the time to work really well. Am I planning on working here forever? No, so I keep that in mind. But I also try to do things, you know, daily in my life to not, I mean, I can't ever completely balance the scales, but I donate, I go to rallies, I'm voting for Bernie, you know, so I just feel like the caller shouldn't beat himself up too much because there are a lot of us who are doing this and it's sort of just finding ways in your life to express the true socialist inside while you bleed the financial uh, business uh, for all the money that it has. Thanks. Hmm. It's tough because I can't see you. And normally this is a moment where we are communicating. <laughs> there you are. Um, yeah, I mean, this is fair. I think this is a fair thing. And this is sort of what we said to him too. It is about finding your own line and then sort of living with that line and then living with, there are people who will be mean to you on online for this, you know? And then you just sort of have to decide if you're willing to live with that. Yeah, it's a choice. And you're making a million choices every day. You're you're choosing to have this job, but then you're also choosing to vote for someone who will who would, you know, try. That's a you good know, way to put this. Ultimately, burn your industry down. Um, I guess like that's what my question always is for my friends. I have a lot of friends who are very left leaning and or Bernie supporters who like work for like corporate law firms that are like. basically defending the banks. So in some ways, almost worse than our two callers. Um, And I'm always sort of like, what is the game plan there? I mean, there's a lot of student loan debt involved in that too. So there's a lot of factors. No judgment. No one's being judged here. Yeah. I, Actually, Hollywood is the how perfect you, the perfect industry. And yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> I never feel guilty about raking in because it's a union, you know? <laughs> it's a union. I'm a part of two fucking unions and that makes me... Addicted to spending money. Addicted to spending money. <laughs> addicted to going on Etsy and finding a yarn mural <laughs> and spending hundreds of dollars on a yarn mural, but supporting a small business. Okay. Wow. Which is the most beautiful thing you can <clears throat> Which do in this time. It's beautiful. <laughs> it is beautiful. <laughs> okay. Oh, wow. Do you hear this? 
<laughs> well, I got a it. Symphony. Um, yeah. Um, so let's take a break and let me clear my throat here and then uh, we'll get to your calls. Yes. We are back to take a call. We are not afraid to give advice. We are back to take a call. And we will try to be nice, except for when we don't feel like it. (laughs) And you know what? Songs don't have to rhyme. Songs don't have to stay in the same key. Take your narrow-minded definition of song and Throw it, right it out the window, ass. baby. Throw it out Throw the window. It's the urgent care window. podcast. Throw, Throw it out the window. <laughs> Throw it out the window. And Society the with women. <laughs> Throw it out the window. We're nailing it today. Let's get to a call. Dana. Hi, Joel and Mitra. Uh, I'm the girl who called a long time ago because a psychic told her boyfriend to break up with her. Everything's fine now. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, I have a completely different call. question that is unrelated. So... <laughs> I have a friend who about a year ago, we started getting really close. We had gone to high school together, but we hadn't really been friends at that time. And then randomly during college, we kind of started this like long distance friendship. We were calling each other all the time and she was going to move in with me in the state that I live in. But over the past year, we both have had a lot of like upsets. Uh, she had some physical health scares. I had some mental health scares. And we haven't really been able to find a point to move in together. But now, among all of this uh, coronavirus stress, uh, we have the opportunity where, like, unfortunately, her plans to go to Germany got canceled and my plans to continue going to school got canceled. So she can live with me. But every time I bring it up with her, um, I get sort of like a, like a, yeah, that sounds great. Or like a, yeah, we'll see. And then nothing happens. And I have a free room in my apartment and I would really like her to be my roommate. But like, how do I, how do I make the connection? How do I get her to come to where I live? Um, or does she secretly hate me and not want to live with me at all and just doesn't have the guts to tell me? Uh, anyway, I love you guys. I love the podcast. I'm sorry to be making two calls, but this seemed like something you guys could help with. So thank you. Bye. Yeah. In many ways, the third call, because you did call and update us about the psychic. Um, (laughs) and there are people right now who are crying out in fury because they're mad at us for never picking their call. And we've now chosen this woman. But we had to, I had to honor the fact that this person called again. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And continues to call. And continues to call. (laughs) And we'll get a a new bad name. Um, I'm getting sort of a coast to coast, um, a single white female, a sort of. Mm -hmm. Um, How about um, Minka Kelly? That's the oh no! It's always a celebrity's name. Fuck. Um, but well, I was well, saying, but, the, go, but the take movie, me to where the connection is, though. Because um, because <laughs> that movie where um, Mika Kelly and Leighton Meester one one of them wants to become the other. <laughs> Wait. I don't know. Okay. Well, first of all, brilliant casting. I've never heard of this movie, but the the very idea of Minka Kelly trying to be Leighton Leighton Meester is amazing to me. Right. That is them. Right. Well, uh, I mean. Uh, I've often, it. I've actually often said that uh, Leighton Meester is the Minka Kelly of Rachel Bilson's. Um, oh. so. <laughs> <laughs> 
Which I will say, while Mitra looks up the movie, Rachel Bilson, star and actor. I said it. I said it. Um, okay, it's called The Roommate. Ah! The Roommate. Okay. <laughs> what about Minka Meester? <laughs> Minka Meester. Yes. <laughs> will you forgive me? <laughs> let's go. Let's can because my thing. I was thinking like Ingrid Goes West. That movie. Let's say Minka Goes West. Yes. Because great. there's like a coast to coast vibe. How about like um, <laughs> Minka goes Meester. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, God. You know what? Last week we didn't have a single good name, but this is the, like, we're back, baby. I feel pretty good about this. <laughs> Minka goes Meester is, so, is amazing. Um, it's a good crossover event between the two really of us. It really is. It really is. That's a true collab. That's a it's, true collab. We it got feels good. We're back. Um, and, and now after we spent roughly 15 minutes talking about a movie. Um, Should we move on to the Meester, next caller? I, I, think, I think so. No, um, here's, there's, this, is the, this is the two things that could be happening in this situation. I think um, one is that you are correct in intuiting that this person um, does not want to live with you. Can I I think pause, the, I'm sorry, real quick. I have... <laughs> Can we do an episode sometime that's just us naming callers? We go not, answer, not answering a single question. Yeah, actually, let's do that because we do have some that we haven't been able that we just like can't do because they're they're either too old or like they're clearly out of date or something like that. Or I like think. similar to others. I feel like we should go through yeah. and find ones that we haven't answered yet and just do a rapid fire. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, or we just play voicemail. So, some them. of them are just so long. That's yeah. the problem. Um, so maybe we'll find some shorter ones or some emails even. I, I don't think, know. I mean, this it Patreon, be, Patreon, it would honestly be awful, content. but I think it would be really funny. Yeah, it's if you no want to pay advice, $50 just a month, to hear um, a four-hour episode of me and Mitra just coming up with names, then pay do two that. pay two dollars for a Zoom recording of us coming up with names, uh, and you can watch the pain on our faces as we do it, and yeah. we'll donate the proceeds. Oh my god, could we do a joint cameo account? <laughs> Great, that's that's all we do is just name you um, for for charity. Oh, Dana, look into that. Um, <laughs> Anyways, yeah, she either does not just just simply does not want to live with you or also, babe, this is there is a worldwide um, situation happening right now. And I can't imagine wanting to move in the midst of it. I don't know where geographically you are. I have a feeling just sort of based on um, who like our demographics that you're on a coast where it is bad um, and she might just be like so stressed out that she can't, it might not be personal. It just might be that she is having a day or a, a month where she cannot think about moving right now. Just because her, her plans to go to Germany fell through doesn't mean that the, like think about why the plans fell through for Germany. Yeah. I think like I've definitely had situations like this where I, was asking for a clear answer and I did not get it. And you need to just pull her aside and say, point blank, right now, can you see yourself moving into me? In with moving into me, honey. <laughs> no, <laughs> oh, no, no, six feet apart. As I lay here in my bed with my horny little microphone. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, 
I, it, I just have just ask her point blank. Say right now, can you see this happening? Um, it's okay if not. I understand there's a crisis, but I if you really truly do need an answer right now, which like hard to wrap my head around needing an answer on anything right now, but it's very possible, then just ask directly. And yeah, I, here's the thing, Mitra. I think you're being crazy right now. I don't. Okay. Because if you came at me and you said, tell me right now, and this is the, I'm, I'm interpreting the energy you're giving. Tell me right now, give me an answer. I need an answer right this minute. Yes or no. Do you want to move in with me? I need to know. I need clarity. I would say, arrest this girl. <laughs> well, Put because I feel like anything that is sort of like in limbo right now is extra frustrating because there's so much time to ruminate on it. Yeah. So I, I can understand even, even if the person is like, I honestly can't give you an answer for a month then like, or like two months or three months or whatever. Like, I just feel like the yeah, same maybe, way. That- maybe that's the better approach. Maybe not. Don't ask her for an answer. Ask her for a time frame in which she can give the answer. Just so you're not thinking about it all the time, because I do very much understand, like if something is in like a weird in between space, there's so much time to sit and obsess over what the answer might be. So put yourself in a situation where you can have as much clarity as you can possibly have, knowing full well that like this is not the time to expect the answers that you want. Yeah. (laughs) And I think you're both crazy. I think you're both crazy for wanting answers. Um, (laughs) I don't understand it. No, I get it. Um, I just think, yeah. Or, and and ultimately, maybe she doesn't want to live with you. But yeah, you know what? You know what? Minka goes Leeton. (laughs) Which is Minka goes Leeton. Leeton. I get it. You you call it too much. No, I love you. Keep calling in. Actually, I want you to be a 3P. Actually, you know who we need to check in on? The doctor? No, you know who we you know who I'm really concerned about in these times? Lucy and Eli? Lucy and Eli. We must. We got to oh check God. in on them. Dana, okay. remember that. We're gonna, <laughs> Eli and Lucy, if you're listening to this, we're, we are worried about you and we're going to check in. Oh my God. Yeah. If we, I actually if we don't do know if we you, can you Zoom with us. them though. To put them both on the same Zoom call with us might be too chaotic. Well, I mean, it's already chaotic enough with just the two of us. So we definitely cannot put them on the same Zoom call. <laughs> um, but I think people would pay millions to see it. Um, let's move oh, on. Yeah. We have an Crossover email. Crossover of the century. Um, dear Mitra and Joel. Hey. Hmm. One, one for me. Thank you, God. Um, I just want to quickly sidebar. Um, if you send an, e- an email that says like, that is like clearly hitting on Mitra. Um, even though we've talked about her boyfriend on this podcast many times and in hitting on Mitra also neg me. Don't stop. Wait, it. when did this happen? Oh, I didn't. It was, I, it was one of my turns to update who emailed us and I just didn't include it on the sheet, but I'll forward you the email. Okay. You can, I actually never include, there's been a couple and I never include them because I don't want you to read them because okay. I know your, your little baby eyes can't handle this Whoa. male attention. Oh my God. But, but it's honestly, so weird. But, but in the time of Corona, no, actually don't send it. me this stuff. I, don't, I, I do want to see what has already happened, but I don't want to encourage more. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if that makes sense. <laughs> it's just so weird. Cause like, what do you think my friend is going to say when you're like, I think you're good and Joel is bad. Like, oh, do you like think that? that? Yeah. Ew. Okay. I, I do not encourage that. I thought it was like Mitra sit on my face, which honestly, we've gotten so many Joel sit on my face <laughs> that I really, really, really <laughs> need a win. <laughs> well, I think, I think word's gotten around about your dirty little asshole. So nobody wants it from you, Mitra. Um, that's true. That's one that's thing that ev- the whole industry is talking about. <laughs> <laughs> that I'm very unwell. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. 
Sorry, back to this email. Dear Mitra and Joel, um, they're horny for you. I'm in my last semester of my senior year of college and I'm low-key in love with my history professor. He is only nine years older than me and I also know that he's gay. However, I myself would like to become a professor one day and there is no way in hell I would sleep with a student of mine because it just seems weird and unethical. He probably has the same perspective and as such would never be interested in me. But just as a thought experiment, (laughs) would it be unethical for me as a 22-year-old to sleep with a 31-year-old professor when I know that I would never in a million years do it if the situation was reversed thanks um low hita oh yes good Wait, is that is that where we want to land no <laughs> <laughs> you're so kind you knew i was having a bad day and you said we'll give him it we'll give him a moment but when but um, when you ask for feedback i'm gonna give you an honest mm-hmm, answer yep. <laughs> and That's i will true. not offer it unsolicited in these times yep <laughs> um, um what about um Oh no, no, you know who you know what I was thinking of? It wasn't Lolita. It's um what's that fucking um mammoth play? Not Pollyanna, uh what is it called? Look up Romeo a, and Juliet. No, no. <laughs> I love wait, this is actually pretty um sort of specific to our relationship. You had to look up a movie starring Minka Kelly and Leighton Meester, and I'm looking up a David Mamet play. Sounds about um, right. No, 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 no. That's not it. Um, Oleana. Oleana is the play that I'm thinking of that is about a professor fucking his student. Um, and all the acting students at my theater college had to do a scene from this play where a professor fucks a student or tries to. How and about, then she accuses um, him of sexual assault. Holiana. Holiana? Mm-hmm. Like H-O? Like whole. Yeah. Oh, Holiana. Yeah. <laughs> so you're assuming he's a bottom, which from this paragraph, I'm going to say, yeah. Either because way, when you're younger, you're the bottom, and when you're older, you're the top. That is the rule. <laughs> Mostly because that's the only sort of wordplay I could eke out Oleana. of Oleana. <laughs> but if you have anything else involving Oleana, I am absolutely welcome. Um, <laughs> I'm welcoming it. Oleana, the graduate, the. Mm, no, I guess Holiana is Holiana. That's it. Good. Okay. We're agreed. <laughs> We're agreed. Um, I'm going to say, uh, uh, just as a, would it be unethical? I mean, it wouldn't be unethical for you. I guess it would be unethical for him. It's, you're in your last semester, so I think fair game once you graduate to like find him on an app if you can, or like straight up just email him and see if he's interested. I will say as someone who is in the same age cohort as your professor, um, I probably wouldn't. Um, that's a big age gap. I guess if you just want to fuck, it would be, it would have to be a very specific thing, but I I think it's, I think it's kind of like if I were and you even said this in your email to us that you wouldn't do it. Like it, yeah. to me, it is a power thing. It's like, there's, there's already a built in dynamic, no matter what, even when this person is not your professor anymore. Mm-hmm. My personal philosophy is it's like, how did you meet? Like, did you meet as friends? Did you meet as this person being your boss, whatever? And in this case, this person, you have met this person as your professor. So there is just an inherent power dynamic there that I think will it, and it's clearly like probably part of the part of the charm. Like mm-hmm. yeah. it 
it's how you became acquainted with this person. So I don't think it's, I don't think it would, I personally think it's unethical for this professor to do with you. Hey, don't sell yourself short that this person won't be interested in you, but if they pursue it, I think it's problematic. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's problematic post-graduation. I know what you're saying that like they met in this way. Maybe give yourself a gap year. I like that. that. Travel abroad and then time to forget you. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I would just say I, I, the thing is hard because I was sleeping with a lot of 30 somethings when I was 22 as -hmm. well. And the thing that was hard for me, that is hard for me now that is hard to explain to people who are younger, who want to have sex with you when you're 32 is that someday you will feel bad about this. You might, maybe not, maybe not. And in fact, I know that there are many people who don't, but in thinking back to when I was 22 and the guys that were sleeping with me that were in their mid thirties or, or in, around that age range, I now sort of look back on it with a side eye in a way that now is, is part of the reason why I really don't fuck around with people in that age cohort because I don't know. I just, I look back on, I look back on it. And I'm like, that was sort of weird of them. And that's, and it's a very specific thing to the kind, to the men that I slept with. It's not a blanket thing. And this, you know, if, you know, there are plenty of people who are in relationships in that age gap and that's, that's not like full stop wrong. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that when I think about the guys, the kind of guys that I was sleeping with who were in their thirties, it makes me feel weird. And I don't want someone to grow up or not grow up, but like turn 30 and think about me and be like, why was he doing that? That's weird. I feel the exact same way. I, I feel like I have had experience with a situation similar to the this, to what this person is describing and i when i look back on it um i was i the i was a little younger but i the age difference was about the same and i look back on it and i think ooh creepy that that happened yeah. um i don't think oh my god awesome how hot at right. the time it felt really cool and hot and now i'm like whoa <laughs> it's a mixed bag because sometimes you do find a 22 year old that is like really good at sex and has had a lot of it because of you know glee changed the course of gay history so kids have been <laughs> fucking now ever since glee came out um who but, do you think like came out of glee the best um is that amber, a fun question amber riley amber riley for sure oh great yeah yeah it's amber um but I will say, like, have I, I've definitely done it, but I usually regret it because sometimes they're just bad. You forget how bad you're, you were at sex at 22. At least I was. I was and amazing. Again, maybe <laughs> you were, but I, you know what? I fucked Jake. plenty of people in, I, I fucked a senior at an Ivy League school in his twin size bed because he was an RA. And then he tried to teach me how to Latin dance afterwards. And oh. I said, I can't do this anymore. Uh, never again and now i don't um and on that beautiful story shall we get more advice (laughs) hi mitra and joel joel and mitra um so i've been stewing about this for a little while uh my friend is married to her wife and um They've had like a rocky relationship that I've been uh, pretty like close to for a long time. So I know a lot of shit. Um, And the issue here is that my friend had a baby 
and I don't count the wife of a friend because I don't like her. Um, so she had a baby, and the wife didn't really want kids at first, and, like, it was a whole thing, but they had the baby, and um, she's been having a rough time after the pregnancy. Um, we talk about, like, working out all the time. She was a personal trainer for a while. Um, so I sent her this app, and I was like, oh, like, look at this cool thing. They have, like, a maternity program. I think that's cool. Just, like, you know, inclusion um, and whatnot. And I, not within five minutes of sending the text, I get a full Facebook message from the wife. And um, she's like, well, you know, she's having a really rough time, and you telling her she's fat. Um, isn't helping, blah, 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 all this stuff. And I was like, first of all, bitch, (laughs) I don't know you. Like, we don't need to do this. And don't accuse me of doing things that you don't know about. Um, So I'm wondering, do I tell my friend or do I leave it alone because I don't want to cause drama um, or a rift in our friendship. I don't really care about the wife. She's not my responsibility. So hopefully you can help me. Hopefully you guys are staying safe and inside. Um, love the pod. And thanks again. <laughs> hope this isn't too long, and I hope I don't get fucking red to filth about it. Okay, bye. <laughs> okay. Um, Incredible. What do we think name-wise for this lovely person? I was thinking... Anti, <laughs> I was thinking in like an anti-mame sort of world, you know, that's sort of like, or who's like a good, who's like a best friend avatar? Who's like, a, who's like a classic best friend of, of pop in pop culture, like a Judy um, Greer type. I was, yeah, I was like, who's like a like iconic character actress? <laughs> iconic character actress, Judy Greer. Um, I mean, that's clearly not it, but who? But who? I mean, there's so, who are the good sidekicks? I feel like, um, oh no, immediately, and I do not watch this show, immediately thought Alex Bornstein, Marvelous Miss Basil. <laughs> Could not think of another what? single person in the world. <laughs> the original Suki St. James of Gilmore Girls fame. Oh, well, you know, Melissa McCarthy, Melissa McCarthy, classic. Yeah. That's a classic friend. And so have, have we reached, <laughs> we've reached any sort of. The end of the road. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, how about Judy Smear? No. Judy Smear. Judy Smear. <laughs> Judy Smear. Um, yeah, just as a placeholder, maybe we'll reach something by the end. Um, I gotta say, I think because it does not seem like she has spoken to the friend about this situation. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the friend communicated something to the wife that predicated this Facebook message. And maybe it wasn't stated in, the, in such aggressive terms as she clearly sent the message, but I don't think she would have turned to the wife and said, hey, this is nice. Um, Judy Smear wants to take me to this workout class like aimed at mater- at people you know who just had a baby isn't that sweet and then i do not think that the wife just conjured up rage about it and sent the message 
I do think there's a world where your friend got that message and was like, oh, fuck, like, am I getting fat? Why would you say that? Oh, I just like, I don't know. You know, like there's a lot of different realms where there's a split the difference between your friend's wife being a full villain and you being the full villain. I don't think either is the case. I do think though that your friend's wife didn't just make this up. You might've inadvertently hurt your friend. Yeah. I mean, I think you're personally, I think that you're within bounds to be like, Hey, I just wanted to check in about like me sending you the link to this app. Like I wasn't trying to imply anything and I just want to make sure you know that I I was just sending it to you because we talk about working out all the time and like I use it or I like it or whatever. Like if you're feeling weird about it, I think I think you don't need to go uh, go handle it from a place of like your bitch fucking wife made me feel right. like shit. I think it can come from a place of like I was trying to do something nice. I I feel that it might not have come off as something nice and I want to make sure that we're okay. And you don't give us a lot of context about who you're, what kind of person your friend is, but I'm going to say that you're going to be able to get everything you want out of this interaction because this is what you do. You say you're the friend. Hey, I hope you didn't take that the wrong way. I never would want to hurt you that way. I just want to like include you. I know you've been feeling down, um, blah, blah, blah. And then she'll go, what do you mean? Because I don't think she's going to come out and say like, yes, you did hurt me. She's going to say, what do you mean? And then you can say, oh, um, Diana, your wife, I'm assuming her name is Diana. Of course. Um, There's no way her wife's name isn't Diana. No. What's Princess Diana's... Uh, what was the husband? Charles? <laughs> yeah. Okay, great. Just curious. Okay. I'm glad <laughs> that we... You keep me on my toes, Mitra. You keep me on my toes. You're constantly quizzing me on the royals. A and lot? you know what? Thank you. Thank but you. But I did, I did believe that you would know, which and you did. So you delivered. <laughs> um... <laughs> But no, and then she's going to say, how did you know? And you're going to say, oh, well, Diana sent me this message and she said da 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 And because your friend, I think, is the kind of person who is never, unless you are both in the same room, going to really show, she's going to say, she shouldn't have done that. How dare she? You know, yeah. she's going to, she's going, even if it's a performance, she's going to perform for your benefit, rage at her wife. And mm-hmm. she will have both of you thinking that, that you the win. other person is in the wrong. Completely. She's she's clearly working both of you. She's a double agent. Mm -hmm. Charles is a double agent. (laughs) (laughs) And you can read the benefits of that and get what you want and come at it sideways and from a place of love so that you can feed your CD agenda. (laughs) Yep. And again, I think that I think you do need to have a conversation with her about this, but ultimately even if you did hurt her, you will still get to throw the wife under the bus, which sounds like sort of ultimately the goal. The goal. Yeah. <laughs> um, to smear her because you're Judy um, Smear. So I would like to pitch, um, oh, fuck. What's the name of the This Is Us Creators movie? This Is Life? No, it couldn't be that. Life Itself. Life Itself. Um, so I would like to pitch that this person be called Life Itself because that movie included multiple people who were being hit by buses. <laughs> 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 Is that allowed? Itself. I'm trying to think if there's like wife itself. Wife itself. (laughs) Wife itself. Okay, you know what is a walk, but I actually do think it is better than Judy Smear. Well, Um, in terms of just like us getting somewhere, I do feel like like it's satisfying to think that like we could have gotten somewhere a little bit better, (laughs) (laughs) which never happens. We usually never end up somewhere better. So. And this and- is better. Wife itself. Um, <laughs> it sounds cute. It sounds like I have a little impediment. Okay. Um, 
So here's Aww. an email. Okay. Dear Mitra Johari and Joel Kim Booster, least amount of syllables in names went first. Wow. Aww, they are really figuring out new ways to sort of um, make us go crazy. I love it. Um, <laughs> I, want, I want my name to have less syllables. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, so, like alphabetical order is by syllables. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I realized I have this tendency to put people on pedestals and it often leads to getting hurt, disappointed. For example, I have this cousin, okay, who I used to admire a lot. She didn't vote or even try to register to vote and made a joke about how she didn't need to because she's she's already privileged. We started talking about politics and she also said she was against Bernie Sanders, which makes me feel like she's against me, a queer POC, living without health insurance. After this conversation, it made me realize I put people on a pedestal, but I also want to do... But I also want to do cut ties with people who have different, but also want to, wait, I'm sorry. Like, I also want to, but I already, and already do do cut cut ties ties with people who have different views from me. I guess I'm ready to ask, A, how do I stop idealizing people? B, is it bad that I try to live in a bubble, only surround myself with like-minded people, love the pod so much? Um, Is this, did this person give us pronouns? No. No. Damn. Okay. Always, always let us know how you would like to be addressed um, in a gender way or no, or don't. And we won't. And we'll sort of do gender neutral. Yes. Um, I think we can default to. But I'm going to say. <laughs> I was going to say something with like Glinda. Um, as she comes to in, a, in a bubble. That's sort of where I'm at. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Or we could go with the Wicked movie version, which we're both fans of, or the Wicked ver- the Wicked uh, theatrical version, Galinda. Well, um, what about, okay, so it's Galinda slash Galindo. <laughs> I don't know why I got, I got boy from this. I got, weirdly, I get boy and I get Asian from this. Is that weird? I wonder if I'm correct. But oh, I, weird- I wonder if it's because you are an Asian boy. <laughs> 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 no, I'm just saying. I, think. I weirdly got Iranian girl. That's so strange. <laughs> um, who else is famous for bubbles? Um, um, tea. <laughs> what? Bubble tea. Bubble tea. <laughs> um, yeah, because like again, if you were a boy, we could say bubble he. Uh, <laughs> So just know that like bubble she, <laughs> bubble he yeah. she, bubble, bubble s slash he. <laughs> Wait, what was yours? Bubble shiro. Oh, or bubble they, <laughs> which which is so far away from bubble tea that it actually I sort of I as I was saying it I was like wait what am I saying? Um, what is the, what is the joke? Day. What is what is what is the pun here? And I had to really work backwards back to bubble tea. I actually must insist that it's bubble they. Bubble they. It's going to be bubble they. Um, although, if you are an Asian boy, please let me know. So well, actually, know again, because I I know mold. I know when it's moldy, and I know when I'm talking to a gay Asian okay, boy. So here's 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 what I want is your your name is actually. Um, either going to be Joel Kim Booster or Mitra Johari, <laughs> depending on how you identify and you can just yeah. pick. <laughs> but for now, Bubble Day. Um, so Bubble Day, this is what I will say. I have no idea how to stop idolizing people. I, I, I think we all do it. 
um, to a certain extent. I do not know how to answer that question. Is it bad to live in a bubble, only surround yourself with like-minded people? Yes and no. I think this is a contextual thing. Do I think you need to engage with every single person in your life who doesn't um, the same views as you? Do I think you need to engage on like in online with strangers about, you know, fights and stuff like that? No. But do I think it's even feasible for you to surround yourself only with like-minded people? No. And so what I think you need to think about is how do you engage with those people in a edifying and, and useful way? Um, and safe. And a safe, yeah. And, and a safe way. Um, as well, because I, you can't, you just can't, we don't know how you can't stop idolizing people until you don't. And you cannot completely barricade yourself from the rest of the world. You just can't do it. And I think it's so hard to, I mean, so many of the people in my circle line up with me about what I believe. Like I, I certainly don't have any close people in my circle of friends who are members of a different political party than me, people that I talk every day, but but I I certainly have friends who do not support the candidate that I support. For sure. Um, I would say in our industry too, I mean, you and I can both list off. There are people that I find lovely who politically I do not align with at all. Yes. And I think you really have to, I mean, there is going to be life after this election. So ask yourself who you would like to still be in your life after, I think is like, I, there are people where I'm like, I absolutely disagree with this person. Do I want to get into a knockout drag out fight, well, knock down drag out fight right. with them about this? Not really. Like I, I'm more, I'm trying personally, I am trying to make myself available to people when I have the bandwidth and the energy and when I think they're coming from a good place to just have good faith conversations with them. Um, but, and talk to them about why I feel how I feel. That has been the most meaningful way for me to engage with my friends. And then if I don't feel that I can do that with someone, I have been doing it. I, I don't really do it right now because I, I, this is the most mentally exhausting time of, people's lives or at least in a good long time. So if but you don't also, have a bandwidth, you don't weirdly, have Weirdly, the most control I think either of us have ever had about who we spend time with. Completely. So yeah, which is it's weird. Like, it's a it's like thank God too, because if I had to spend time with some of the people that I regularly have to see on the fucking open mic scene in LA. <laughs> never I have never gone to an open mic in LA. Um no, but there are people in our jobs, in comedy, for, in stand-up, there are people who have opened for me, who I have opened for, that um, either I find, I'm a, you're, you must be, find ways to exist in the world without like, kick, like making everyone around you miserable. Like, because the thing is, is like, there are green room situations where I've either had to leave or just like, you find ways to like, not like, I don't know, like, do I want to engage with fucking big Jay Okerson every time I'm stuck in a green room with him? No. But are there other people and comics in the space that I'm like, do I need to like get in a fight right now or make things weird and awkward? No, I also don't need to do that. Like you, you pick your battles and Mm -hmm. family is a difficult one. Your cousin sounds like she sucks ass. Um, (laughs) You can play her this and tell her, Hey, um, this moderately successful D-list comedian thinks you suck ass. Um, 
But beyond that, you just got to pick your battles and pick the context in which it's you're able to confidently and um, constructively just have conversations with people outside of who share different ideas or beliefs than you do. And then, you know, yeah, you don't know. No, no one has to have a close friend who you don't have to, be, you don't have to date somebody, but we, we talked about this. You don't have to date somebody or have anybody in your inner circle. You don't want to for any reason. Yeah. And you don't have to, you don't even have to have a, yeah, you don't even have to have an amazing reason. You can just say, I don't want to do this. And then that's okay. They yeah. might not like it, but it's your life. It's your time. And now more than ever, <laughs> use your, your time. Your cousin well. sucks ass. Sucks Mitra's dirty ass. Yeah. And I don't like it. Dirty ass. She hates it. She hates it. She's sucking it. She's not, you know, most, a lot of people, the the implication is lick when they say sit. Mm -hmm. But imagine if they didn't. What if I sat, what if all these people who wanted me to sit on their face, I did it. And then I was like, what's, are you going to, and they're like, no. And you just sit there. You're motionless. They just wanted you to take a seat. Just an amazing art gallery sort of just, installation. Yeah, they just wanted to like provide you with a chair. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Should we do our final call? Wow, actually. Of the century? Yes. Actually, <laughs> yes. Actually, yeah. <laughs> hey, Mr. Angel. Um, so I have a little bit of an ish. I, it was my best friend's birthday the other day, and I am someone that does not celebrate birthdays like myself. Like, I haven't had a birthday party, I think, since I was, like, 12, so I'm just, like, I don't really care about them. He really cares about his birthday, and I forgot it. Um, Quarantine just kind of took over my life, and I really just without thinking about these types of things. But uh, we, me and all my friends got on a Zoom call the other day and then he made like a passive aggressive comment about people forgetting his birthday and then I realized I forgot his birthday and now he's mad at me and uh, I hate conflict. So what do I do? Um, thanks for the help. Uh, me just sit on my face. <laughs> just kidding, I'm clearly gay. Uh, just kidding. <laughs> Wait, I would just like to say that once again, famously, we never, 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 ever, ever read the transcripts for these voicemails to the end. So this is a, an, a, an like, we are shocked. We are both shocked, like truly to our cores could not have planned this better. And I feel like some, I, like you have to believe us if you're listening to this, that we could not have ever planned this. To oh give God. me a sit on my face and then take it away is the cruelest <laughs> thing that anyone could possibly do to me in this trying time. <laughs> um, oh my God. <laughs> that I am like reeling from that. That Because I, I, the, the high and then the, the immediate plummet down to the deepest depths that I have ever entered in my life. Thinking, and then to end on a Joel sit on my face. I got and to mine. end on a Joel sit on my face. The ultimate, you give it to me, you take it away, and then you give it to Joel. And a that... Real, a real see? slap in your dirty asshole. Oh um, my fucking God. Okay, so this person's name is Mitra's number one enemy. <laughs> <laughs> sort of two-faced, sort of um, uh, villain. The ultimate yeah. villain. Um, Nah. Yeah, this, this person is public enemy number one. <laughs> oh, 
Okay, and that's and that's sort of that actually does track with his his question to public enemy number one um, uh-huh. because that is sort of who he is in his <laughs> little universe right now. And here's what I'll say. Um, as someone who both cares um, a lot about his birthday, I have big birthday parties every year for myself um, because I didn't get to have them when I was young. Um, and that's something I'm working through. But I also don't necessarily care if I don't hear, like, a, uh, I wouldn't notice or care if someone didn't come to the party if they had a good excuse or just forgot, especially in these times of core. Here's what I will say. I do think you sort of padded the top of this call with the context about how you don't care about your own because I think you wanted us to sort of be like, yeah, he's being ridiculous for being passive aggressive. You know about your best friend that they care about X. It doesn't matter what it is. If they care about X, their car, their hair, their clothes, their mom, whatever it is, if you know that about them, then you have to, if you, are, if you want to maintain that best friendship, respect that and know that yeah. even if it, you don't give a shit about the thing yourself. So what you do, is you crawl on your little goddamn digital knees into a private Zoom and you do something special for your goddamn best friend for his birthday. And you apologize. It's also just like, I'm sure in normal times, I mean, who knows, but probably no one gives a fuck in normal times, but everything just feels so much more important yeah. right now. Like, yeah. to have a birthday over Zoom is a bummer. And like, or, you know, all that shit is... Everything's a bummer. So I had my big birthday party the like truly the week before we all yes. sort of understood how serious it was and how we needed to be staying home. And I'm sure people were already aware of how serious it was and we're staying home when I did my birthday. But I will say I would have been devastated if I had if I had to miss it because I'm a baby and that's just a weird thing that we all have our weird things. But um and I yes, mean, and and I totally get why you'd forget, by the way. Who the fuck even knows what day it is? Completely. Um, but you can just all you have to do is say send a text, say, Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I just realized I completely forgot your birthday. I love you so much. You're the best. Um send him an edible <laughs> arrangement. Send him something. I, I do think it, it it warrants something more than a text message because here's the thing. It being the time of COVID is the reason it is not an excuse. And I think that we could all do with remembering sometimes because of course that's why you forgot. Does it excuse you forgetting? No. (laughs) Not at the end of the day. And that's why you're public enemy number one. (laughs) Do you agree? I agree. I mean, obviously this person is my enemy for the rest of my life. So. <laughs> I mean, he um, gave us, what a gift. What an honest to God fucking gift. It um, really was amazing in how personally I took that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm so glad you turned your camera on because I really got to witness the journey. I, I got to go on the journey. You were so, you shot bolt up. She, she shot bolt up in her bed. So and excited. And and then just sunk slumped, slumped. No. Um, Joel, we basically solved everything today. We did. And you know what? I will say I felt a little coming off the call. Weirdly, I felt good emotionally going into our record last week. And I do feel like I was a mess during the record. And I felt terrible coming into this record. And I felt 
I felt like we really did some good work today. I think we solved a lot of stuff. Um, I hope that we get to continue solving more stuff, which brings me to my next You're point. You're so good. You're so good about that. <laughs> which is... Remember. Love you. Uh, which is to call us and email us. We are doing these week to week. So you are much more likely to, uh, to get on the, to get on the call since we have no buildup anymore. So please, please, please give us a call. Send us an email. You can call us at 323-334-0371 or leave us an email at urgentcarepod at gmail.com. Please make it as specific as possible and try to keep it pretty short. Uh, That will greatly increase your chances of getting on the show. We really appreciate you listening. And Amitra, what's up? What's one good, what's one thing you're doing to make yourself happy these days to cheer yourself up? Um, I have been, um, one thing that I've been doing is forcing myself to, (laughs) I, this is my vulnerable. Um, but I like just have like a little moment of like, like a little, uh, upbeat, like dance moment in my room to a fun song before my day starts just to like, cause, cause it like, Every time I do it, it feels really stupid. And then when it's done, I'm like, that was kind of (laughs) nice. So I have like, I do that alone in my room and that feels sort of nice. Um, What about you? Um, I do Adderall when I don't have anything to do. Um, (laughs) And that sort of, it's because usually I only do it when I have something to do. And it it was a real pick me up because it is, you know, only a few molecules away from meth. So there's two different beautiful to me is that even in this time we are so consistent that my thing is boring and pretty wholesome and yours is about drugs so. yeah. mm-hmm. and it's beautiful we I cannot truly, not be ourselves i i truly take a lot of comfort in that and it I is it's our nice. listeners do as well it's very nice um all right guys um we love you Thank you, Dana. Ryan. Thank you, Ryan. July. Bye. Thank you, Earwolf. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Who? Thank you, Who? Joe. Who? <laughs> Thank you, Beatrice. <laughs>